Hello, everyone, and welcome to Me Again, the self-help podcast about helping myself. I am your host, Scotty Moore, and before we get into the actual show, let me explain to you what you're about to hear and also why there's an hour and a half of it. Essentially, I know there's a lot of self-help podcasts out there, and I know there's a lot of self-help books, and I know there's a lot of self-help nonsense floating throughout the world. So what I decided to do was approach it from a different angle, and that is I wanted to give you guys self-help advice while also bringing you along with me on my journey of self-help, of meditation, of self-care, and essentially showing you guys that it's not easy. And I get into most of this in the day one segment, which went a little bit long because your boy got overzealous. But yeah, it's essentially a daily journal condensed down into these short little hour-long bites for you. And I hope you like it. It's still kind of an experimental phases right now. I'm still trying to get my footing. So any help you guys could give would be amazing. If you guys want to tweet me at Scotty Mo on Twitter, S-C-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O, it would mean a lot. Also, like I said, we're still in an experimental phases, which is why I don't have my audio set up right for this, for this first episode. So like the gain is going to be a little bit off. I'm going to clip the mic a little bit because it's your boy, you know, I'm going to be too loud. Um, so yeah, I wanted to throw this together. I threw this together really quickly because I didn't have time today, which is probably not the best thing to do with the first episode of a podcast, but I hope you guys like it. And here it is. Get ready to see me again. Hey everybody, it's me again, the self-help podcast about helping myself. I am your host, Scotty Moore, and I'd like to thank you for joining me on what is about to be a really weird experiment that I don't know if it's gonna work. If it's not, I don't know. But essentially, the long and short of it, the too long didn't read of it, is despite owning several self-help books, despite the fact that my Kindle is loaded to the brim with self-help books, I'm really bad at self-care and self-help and all that. And we're going to get into that later in this talk because I'm going to talk about what the show is, why this show needs to exist, what steps I'm going to take moving forward. But essentially what I want to do is at the end of the day... From now on, I'm just going to check in with you guys for like five to ten minutes, talk about stuff that I'm grateful for, stuff that I did that I could have improved on that day, stuff I did that was amazing, and then finally, of course, one way I helped myself that day. Because what what it happened was I need an accountability person with me. I need someone to hold me accountable to, and for some reason... That person can't be close to me. I don't know what it is. It's a matter of like, I don't know. I can disappoint Blake. I've disappointed Blake numerous times. I can disappoint my wife. It's whatever. But you guys, I can't disappoint you guys. So that means I have to be on my game. I got to be on the ball with my self-care 
game. I'm doing, I'm doing the yogas. I'm doing the, the vegan diet. But why I wanted to do this show is a accountability and B for everybody out there in their self care journey to know it ain't easy, y'all, because I know there's a lot of self help gurus out there that are like, once you get into the flow, once you've done your 21 days, those first 21 days are going to be tough. But after that, it'll be easy, breezy, beautiful cover girl. Yeah, no, it's not. I once did like yoga and meditation and everything every single day for probably two months. And I still fell off the bandwagon. And so I want you guys to see that every day it's not going to be easy. Every day is going to be kind of tough and each one's going to come with its own challenges and selfishly i want to do this show so i can get back to becoming me again i know the big pun of hey guys it's me again that's one half of why it is but the other half of why i named this show this is i and we're gonna get not dark, playfully dark on this show because the uh, other weekend we went out to a wedding and it was beautiful and everything was nice. And then I looked at the photos they took and I'm like, that dude's not me. The dude in the photo isn't me. And it feels weird to say that because I, I produce like three podcasts and it feels disingenuous to be like, oh yeah, that's not really me who you get on all of those shows. Because it is, it's just, I feel like there's part of me that's missing and it's been missing for a while. So to give you backstory on that, in 2016, the year I moved to Orlando, I wanted to be more than anything else in the entire world a professional wrestler. I'd wanted it to I'd wanted to be it for a very very long time and it was the only thing that I it was the biggest ambition I'd ever had in my entire life to a point where I went from being probably around like 210 pounds in high school which is a big boy I I got skinny y'all I got skinny and muscular and all kinds of ripped up I went by that whole Dwayne The Rock Johnson lifestyle of like, be the hardest worker in the room, wake up before everybody. And I did that. And then I moved to Florida and I started going to wrestling school. And the very first day of wrestling school, I had the worst panic attack the worst anxiety attack I've ever had in my entire life. And it just, it, it tossed me out of my game. It threw me off my groove and I quit. And it sucked. And 2016 ended up being the worst year of my life because after that, um, before that, I was completely and totally straight edge. Like, I didn't drink, I didn't smoke, I didn't do anything. Mostly because I really liked CM Punk, the wrestler, and I'm like, I'm gonna be like him. Uh, I moved to Florida, and I started drinking a lot, and I started overeating a lot, and then I started smoking, and I, I mean, I went full Florida man. I went Florida man real fast down there. Um, And by the time I moved back to Alabama, which was after a year, I was the heaviest I had ever been. I had started a load of BS. I had started BS Network, and that was all really fun, and I was super excited. But at the same time, 
my self-care game had gotten so weak that I was just this anxious ball that was running around crazy. And despite wanting the network and wanting everything I'd do to be a success, I just couldn't do it. Like I could not get into it and work as hard as I know I needed to because the tank was empty, because I wasn't taking care of myself and when you don't take care of if you don't take care of the car you're driving it's going to break down no matter how many miles that the car wants to drive it's going to break down what i didn't realize is and i feel like such a terrible person because i used to go tell people like hey just do it i know it's going to suck it's going to suck to start working out and eating healthy but just do it it'll be fine Y'all, it ain't easy. It's not easy at all because it's real. It, it's giving that kind of advice is good when you're in the swing of things and you're already working out every day and eating healthy. Yeah, dude, that's so easy. But when you're having to start it, it's real hard to get that boulder to start trying to push that boulder up the cliff. It absolutely sucks. And that's why this show exists is because I want to, you guys are going to be my hands on that boulder helping me push it up. Now, how am I going to do it? How am I going to get back to where I was? Meditation, 100%, because I've always had anxiety. I've always had depression. I've always had stuff like that. So definitely some meditation to mitigate that. And I want to get back down to, I mean, I, I, I don't want to be like, if I was skinny, I'd be happy. But I mean, with someone who lives with anxiety, I ballooned up to a point where my body, uh, we learned this the other week, uh, once I got like a Fitbit, my resting heart rate is like 95 to 100 beats per minute. And that's not healthy, y'all. That ain't healthy. So what I'm doing, I, 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 and that affects your anxiety. Like having a fast heart rate affects your anxiety no matter what. Like it'll give you, make you anxious about stupid stuff. And so uh, I'm going to try to get enough weight off to a point where my heart rate will start dropping down and start dropping and dropping. And I'm also, like I said earlier, going on a vegan diet. I'm going to start going to the gym regularly again, which I'm super hyphy for because I loved going to the gym. Like some of the best memories I had at college was going to the gym every single day, just putting the work in. Um, I'm also going to start trying to do it at midnight because that's the only time I'm available to do it, which sucks. But hey, you guys are going to be there with me in my pocket, joining me on my my workouts. So that's the main three tenets I'm going for right now. I'm improving spirit through meditation and yoga. And also I'm thinking about doing... Uh, it's dumb, but I made a playlist on Spotify called Sunny D, and it's going to be what I listen to in the morning, because usually I don't listen to anything in the morning. I just kind of like wake up and stumble over to my espresso machine. A, a humble brag, I got an espresso machine for like $35, and guys, it's the best purchase I've ever made. Probably not a good thing to say that I have an espresso machine right after talking about having a high resting heart rate. That's uh, whatever. But yeah, I made a playlist called Sunny D and it's all kinds of music that make me happy and dancey. And I'm going to try to like 
improve my spirit through dance and through waking up and grooving. So that's fixing spirit, fixing body. We talked about going vegan, working out, fixing my mind. And my mind's probably the sharpest of them all. But even then, this year, uh, it sucks to say this. This is the first year in probably four or five years that I didn't write a book, which is weird to be like, it's not something I talk about a lot like I used to. But yeah, I've written like four books and I wanted to, I used to have it planned out like every, every two seasons, every half a year. God, I'm bad at talking. I would write a book and publish it and I had a full plan. And this year I just, I didn't write a book, didn't care about it, didn't care about releasing anything. Um, so I'm going to try to get back into the writing game a lot. Um, Oh wow. So um okay, I I I okay, f- screw it. This is reality. I've got bad paranoia. <laughs> like I've had it since I was a kid. I've got super bad paranoia and I'm recording it outside. I'm recording this outside in my car um outside my house and I've also been afraid of the dark my entire life and I I don't know what it is about this. But I just got super spooked about, like, someone running up to my car and trying to jump in and screaming. Um, so, hey, that's some cool anxiety mental health stuff going on. Um, also, once I get on an appropriate medical... Because I, I have I have health insurance, but I have the cheapest health insurance. I'm going to start going to see a psychiatrist and a therapist. But that's also when money isn't super tight because of having a baby but yeah (laughs) that was a fun aside wasn't it the very first segment of the very first episode i have a mini mental breakdown of getting spooked by the dark this is amazing content so anyways how i'm fixing my mind i'm writing i'm learning french uh, which I've been learning for like two years, but I want to really focus on it now. And I downloaded an app that I can't remember what it is off the top of my head, but it's one of those apps that gives you like math quizzes and stuff like that to test like how well your memory is, how your reading comprehension is. I've got one of those that I'm working on and it's really, really fun. I've been working on it a lot, but now I don't know if you guys can tell I'm very spooked, even though I have absolutely no reason to be spooked. I'm actually going to just move my car. (laughs) I don't know why I'm like, okay, if I move the car, the fake invisible person can't come get me. But now let's finish it off with, as I was saying, I kind of want to finish off each of these seven segments because I I think what I'm going to do is record each day. And then suddenly, like at the end of the week, edit it all together in one super cut, which is weird to me because it's kind of like releasing the same show seven times. So I'm thinking about like maybe make Tuesday a day where I talk about listener submitted questions and someday I can talk about like do a book club of a book I'm reading. Um, so I'm thinking about doing something like that where specific days have specific topics. I don't know. You guys need to help me with that because like I said, I have no idea what this show is. It's just something I came up with last week as my last, as my last great hope of how to possibly, uh, get that self-help that I desperately need. But for now, let's end it with 
the four tenets of me again. Gratitude, what I did wrong, what I did right, and how I helped myself today. So, firstly, gratitude. I know I joked about it earlier, y'all, but I want to give some gratitude to that espresso machine of mine. Because, yes, it does make espresso. And it is very, very good espresso that I love. But also... It sounds dumb to say this, but we didn't have anything to make tea with other than just boiling water in a pot and, like, pouring it in. Like, we didn't have a kettle or anything to make, like, tea in. And I like to wind down at the end of the night with tea, which if I... Maybe next week, because it is going to be probably a lengthier thing to talk about, I wouldn't mind, like, talking to you guys about all my routines and how I start the day and how I end the day and how that kind of helps me out. But yeah, uh, I like to end the day with like a cup of tea and it was weird not like, it it was weird having to go through all of these steps. Whereas now with this espresso machine, it's just got a hot water spout and all I got to do is turn that bad boy on, fill up my cup and I got tea. So that was what I'm super grateful for today is the, (laughs) the inaugural thing that I am grateful for is my espresso maker that I got for 35 bucks. Um, what did I do that was amazing today? So, I... Uh, d- oh, damn it. I just realized it relates to coffee because at work, we got in some new Godiva... Like, it's a, it's a different brand of Godiva, like, chocolate coffee, and they wanted to try it out. And I got to jump in there and basically become a barista for a few as I used a French press to make us some coffee and have a good time. So, yeah, that was really nice. Now, what I didn't do well today, and this is going to be kind of a admission of me not being the best person. Uh, I was super exhausted and my wife came in and was trying to like... She was trying to talk to me, but I was checked out just because... I, after work, I came home and they weren't there and I was supposed to be writing and I was supposed to be doing a lot of editing, but my mom is sick and I didn't want to get around like, I didn't want to get around that and then bring it back home to the baby. So I had to just go home and it was very bizarre not having to do something when I had planned to do something. I guess it's still like layovers of the Dwayne The Rock Johnson. And I'm I'm just going to call it the rock attitude of always be working. Always, if you ain't working, someone out there is beating you. That mentality, it it feels weird to not be working because then I'm like, oh no, someone's beating me to the punch. And because of that, I was in a bad mental space and I didn't give my wife the attention that that she needed at that moment. And I'm, that super duper sucks, so... Yeah, I think we're slowly pinpointing different things I need to work on. Like, you don't have to be constantly working. Pay attention to your wife. Don't be a terrible person. Um, So, yeah, that's what I did that was terrible today. And I'll work on improving that tomorrow. And then finally, how did I help myself today? And I gotta say, I helped myself by starting this show. I helped myself by being willing to open up and I know I don't really do fiction podcasts I do nonfiction, but even then and this is what I tell most people who try to get into podcasting is it's not gonna be you 
Like it is, but like each show, if you watch, if you listen to all of my podcasts, it's a different Scotty each time. It's a different character with a different aura. If you believe in auras and stuff like that, it's 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 a different person that I kind of slip into for each show. And I really like being able to do a show where I'm the closest to being myself that I possibly can. And I guess I will see you guys tomorrow, hopefully. I swear, if I give up on day two, I'm going to kick my own ass. Hey, it's me again. Welcome to day two, I guess, of this week. And plans have changed somewhat um entirely because of my anxiety which i feel is counterproductive to this but let me okay here's what had happened Uh, i don't know if i discussed it yesterday or not but the only time i really have to go to the gym is at like midnight and today was supposed to be my first day back at the gym and I've, i've kept the diet up the diet's been going well And usually, gym is a lot easier for me than a diet. Like, keeping up what I'm eating is a lot harder for me than going to the actual gym. But I don't know. I don't know if it's the fact that it's midnight, if it's dark or what. Like, I always feel, and I guess you guys kind of saw a bit of it last night, I always feel uneasy at night. I don't know if it's the dark or what. But I always feel like, because I record at my parents house which i'm going to lovingly call the studio so i can seem cooler than i am i record in the studio late at night and then i will always have this uneasy feeling when i open the door and it's dark and nobody's out there and it it gives me this real sense of unease and it makes my anxiety like shoot through the roof and so i put on my gym shoes some shorts a t-shirt got real ready i had i entire i made an entire playlist on spotify i was pumped i was ready and then i went outside i got in the car and i could all i could think was huh if there's anyone at this gym i'm gonna look weird like and not only look weird like it's midnight so the only people who are gonna be there are like the super muscle freaks you know like the people are really jacked and really wanting to get it and i am the opposite of what they are right now so i'm going to attempt gym in the morning um i just passed a passed a police officer and i'm sure he is very confused as to what i'm doing right now my mental health has been pretty good i did start to have like I don't know. I mean, my body is probably going into a state of shock of, hey, wait a minute, you used to give me pizza and all kinds of goodies and sweets, and now you've just given me rice and apples. I cannot live off of this. So um, I think these first few, probably this first week is going to suck getting adjusted to the new diet and the lack of 
nicotine and stuff like that. So the withdrawals are going to suck, <laughs> but uh, hopefully I can stick with it. Well, I have to because otherwise I'd have to admit it to you. That was the worst part. So this does work. This whole uh, diary thing does work because as I was sitting outside of the gym with like a dope Mustang behind me and then another car that he was probably using to compensate for something. Like, I saw both of those cars and went, I will get murdered if I walk in there. I'll get killed by them. But as I was sitting there going, oh man, I'm not going to go to the gym, I went, it's going to suck having to tell them that day one of the self-help podcast, I have an anxiety attack. Day two of the self-help podcast, I give up. But I'm not giving up. I'm just changing things because i mean in all honesty um depending on how this week goes i may also move to recording this show in the mornings because as we learned last night and tonight the anxiety is acting up y'all the anxiety is acting up and also it's a lot harder for me to talk late at night i'm lucky tonight because i just got done recording a load of bs so i'm I'm primed and ready to be eloquent after recording a podcast, but for now, let us end with the four questions of the evening, and they go as thus. What am I grateful for tonight? And tonight, I have to say, I'm very, very grateful for my baby, because my baby is adorable, and she's cute, and there was a very, like, she could have come out looking like a wrinkly old man, she could have come out being a brat all the time, she could have, I mean, even this, even her cry is fine to me, like, a lot of people will hear, like, a baby cry and be like, ah, baby crying, I love the sound of my baby cry, The ba- my baby's cry, I love the way she cries, I love the way she laughs, I love everything about my baby, I'm super grateful to have such a badass baby on this day, and now, what did I do that was awesome today, and what I did today that was awesome is I cleaned the living room, and I know that doesn't sound much for people out there who you know, don't have depression and don't have a baby to take care of. But getting that one small thing done was amazing. Like just getting to stand up. And also it's weird because like this was my wife's house before it was my house. So I've always kind of felt like I'm just spending the night constantly. So I like getting in there and getting to do my own thing and moving stuff around. That way it can start to feel like my house too. So that that was really awesome for me was getting to clean my room or clean the living room. What did I do that wasn't awesome or what can I do that I could work on? And I thought about this earlier today and I don't know if it was because it was I like to call Monday, like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, the days I have Ripley and work most of the day. I call them passive days because I don't really do a lot of thinking. It's a whole lot of just, all right, take care of the baby, watch DuckTales, go to work, watch Raw at work, even though they get mad at me when I do that, Uh, go home, record a podcast, go to bed. It's not really, they're not really intense days where I can think of stuff to say aren't awesome. But I guess that is one thing that I did that wasn't that amazing is the fact that I let the day slip by super fast, which sucks. Like, I love being able to look back and enjoy a day and, you know, really appreciate the amount of time that went by. 
Like, it feels like Dragon Con was yesterday. So everything since I got back from Dragon Con has felt, like, super fast, and I hate that. Because I'm like, no, I only have so many of these. I only have so many of these ding-dang days. Quit taking away from me. So I guess not being aware, as aware, and not being as mindful of what's going around, that was one of the things that wasn't awesome. Also, I didn't drink a lot of water. I drank a lot of sparkling water. Like, I got some really delicious, uh, it's like Walmart Great Value brand sparkling water. So, like LaCroix for rednecks. Finally, how did I help myself today? And I gotta say, I helped myself by breathing, by meditating, by finding a little bit of peace. And I think the diet's helping this too, but like when I first started taking care of the baby. And I'm sorry, this is going to have a lot of baby-centric stuff, especially on the Monday, Wednesday, Friday stuff, um, just because that's something I dealt with that day. When I first took care of the baby and she started crying, I would always freak out because I was usually really tired and I would freak out and be like, no, baby, what do you want? Take the bottle. Oh, she don't want the bottle. Oh, get the pacifier. She don't want the pacifier. And I would just sit there in bed with her freaking out like, what do you want? What do you want? What do you want? When really all she wanted to do was like get picked up and walked around or she needed a diaper change or something like that. And today was the first day that I never had that big ball of stress well up in me. And it definitely has to be through the meditation, through taking that time to breathe, and through the diet and all that. And it made me really happy to see that the few changes, and we're going to keep putting in more changes as things go on, but those few changes are kind of affecting the way I'm living my life and the way I'm reacting to things. And that made me really, really happy. So, And also... I'm sitting alone in a car in pure silence, which, by the way, I did figure out that was one of the things that added to why I got freaked out last night and why that paranoia built up was the fact that I was sitting in, like, pure silence, and that was enough to, like, throw me off. I always need to be, like, listening to something or watching something or having something to distract me from, or else my mind will make up fake stuff like that. So yeah, that was, uh, that, that's probably why that happened last night. But tonight, other than when I just brought it up, meaning that my mind did focus on the weird hallucinations. Other than that, I didn't, I'm, I had a very good night. Like the anxiety is still there, but it's a lot more manageable than it is usually. So that makes me really excited. And hopefully tomorrow I will get back to you guys with news from the gym. From getting all jacked, brother, yeah! Guys, it's me again, and this week is cursed. This week is cursed, it's evil, and I know what you're thinking. Is this Scotty just externalizing blame so he doesn't have to feel guilty for the fact that he didn't go to the gym today? Yes, it is. Because, okay... I'm also sick. I'm not, like, super sick, but essentially, I woke up at four, as I have to every single morning to feed the baby while Emily gets ready for work, and I was dead to the world. Like, my neck was in pain, I couldn't do anything, I could barely breathe, so that happened, fell back asleep, woke up at 7.30 to put Ripley in the car with her grandma, and went back inside and said, okay... 
all right, this guy is as good as the gym. That's the, that's the exact way I said it, too. I said it like Bobcat Goldthwait. I was like, I don't know, man. I just didn't want to go to the gym. Um, so I looked and I said, okay, I'm going to lay in bed for a few, try to get rid of this pain. And then when I, once eight rolls around, I'll stand up, do my morning routine, and then go to the gym. What actually happened was I fell asleep watching an ASMR video and woke up at noon. And I woke up, head was still throbbing, and ran home, did all of my BS network stuff, and then had a lovely rest of my day, luckily. But it did suck, and I did have like a lot of that blame for a few, but I didn't have it as much as I usually do. Like, it's... It was so weird, because I had this moment of... It was the moment that I was talking about last night where I had to come on this show and look at these people who I can't disappoint and basically say, hey, I disappointed. I didn't do the thing that I was supposed to do. And But, you know, the important thing about self-care and self having positive self-talk is reframing things, which is, yes, I didn't do the thing that I was supposed to do, but also... I did stay on my diet the whole day. I took care of myself by making sure I got enough rest because I got in super late last night. It was reframing it that really helped me deal with the fact that I didn't go to the gym. Now, tomorrow I am still going to try to crank back into the gym, but I don't know. It was it was really nice to not feel super guilty about not being productive. It was the same way with, uh, when I recorded tonight, we recorded fight boys and it was a perfectly fine episode, but, uh, Dylan was tired. I was off my game. And at the end of it, I could have easily been like, Oh no, the episode's terrible. You're only as good as your last episode. And that wasn't the best we could do. And you know, it, it's easy to have that kind of talk, especially when you're a super overproductive person like me, but it, I was just, I was able to take a moment and just be like, well, it's only one part of the episode. We still have to do JWF, and that's going to turn out amazing. And, you know, people are going to see that we're tired and that we're human, and that's just the way the episode's going to go. Um, so, yeah, today was a whole lot about reframing the way I talk to myself, and it was really nice, and I'm happy I do it. And I hope you guys do it a lot in your life, too, reframing. Because I feel like that's a lot of people's problems is self-talk. But now on to the four questions of the day. I need a better term for it. The four pillars of justice. I don't know. Uh, Number one, what am I grateful for today? Today I am grateful for, man, that comfy bed. And just having an opportunity to just rest in my bed underneath and when i first moved in emily has this super soft blanket that's like super fluffy and fuzzy and i slept under it and i remember the first time i touched it i looked at her i said this is mine now so i'm grateful for my bed and i'm grateful for that big fluffy blanket and i'm also grateful for the fact that i had a day off um a day off of my normal day job which i ironically do in the afternoons uh i was really grateful to be able to just go home and hang out with emily and we watched the between two ferns movie and it was just a really lovely night in that we got to enjoy together which is something that i don't get a lot as much as i want to um now number two what did i do today that was absolutely awesome And I gotta say, what I did today that was awesome... Well, 
two things. Um, one, I bottled a new batch of whiskey. So the uh, Dragon Con whiskey I had made, the BS Moon Moon uh, Moon whiskey, we called it. Uh, I decided to keep making that because the barrel came with like three packs, and I have so much moonshine to run through uh, that I decided, yeah, let's keep running through that. And then the other thing I did that was awesome is uh, it will be when this episode of me again goes up, it'll be last week's episode of Fight Boys. The, there's a segment during JWF that I wrote that I'm super hyphy for, and I cannot wait to see the reaction to it because once I reached a threshold a while ago about doing JWF, which if nobody listens to Fight Boys, that is our professional wrestling audio drama where we have our own professional wrestling organization where we voice all the characters and do some really awesome stuff with it and a couple of months it might have been like a month or two ago i realized wait a minute this is audio drama i do not have to stick to the normal rules of professional wrestling which means i didn't have to worry about any logic at all and i could do ridiculous stuff like we had an episode where a character died and then got resurrected like the undertaker except it was done in like this epic terrifying way and like he possessed somebody and i was like oh i can actually have a lot of fun with this and i had a lot of fun with the jwf segment of last week's fight boys so that was what i did that was awesome what did i do that was bad and what I did that was kind of negative this... I've got two. I've got the serious one, which we've already talked ad nauseum about. It's the fact that I didn't make it to the gym, I overslept, and, you know, I was kind of just a, a lazy butt all day. I got to walk around and be a lazy butt. But the funniest thing that I did that was bad today is the fact that, as I said, I started a new batch of... I, I poured out the old batch of moonshine and got, them, got it bottled up. I'm going to bring some to Blake. Got some for my family. And I decided to make my third batch. So I grabbed a clear jar of moonshine, mixed it up with all of the flavorants and colorings because, unfortunately, the whiskey is not all natural. It is made with weird little packets that came with the kit. I mixed up one bottle, put it in. It was perfectly fine. And then I mixed up the other one, poured it in. And then my dad came in as I was pouring. And he, he looks at me and goes, you took all the moonshine? I went, yeah, all the moonshine is now being turned into moon whiskey. And he goes, wait a minute. Did you use this one? And I go, yeah, because we have a lot of old mason jars from the old Smoky Moonshine Company that we reuse for our family's moonshine. And I go, yeah, 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 That's, uh, that was some moonshine, right? He goes, it was flavored. I went, no, no, it was clear. It was clear, the flavored ones, the flavored ones are colored. And he goes, no, son, that was flavored peppermint bark. So I'm going to have a real interesting batch of whiskey coming up. Finally, how did I help myself today? And I do genuinely believe it's just by letting myself rest, let myself take that nap, letting myself have time with Emily. And another one, and this one seems a little bit, it seems a little bit out there as a way of helping myself, but I really love visualization. Like, it's... It, 
I uh, in my morning routine, I tried to put in like do a meditation, which I didn't get to do today. Another thing that I did that was bad, but I tried to also put in do visualizations and do affirmations. And affirmations, I've never been super big on, which I feel like I should be, but I've always kind of had some super positive. I always did positive affirmations, just in other ways of just like walking around and be like, "Man, I'm awesome!" Yeah, which might also just be narcissistic. And that's why I'm like, I kind of want to avoid doing a lot of affirmations just because of narcissism. But also, I always wanted to practice visualization. And it's hard to practice visualization in the moment. But I realized I practice it like daily all the time because of how much I love planning and how much I love brainstorming. Like today, a friend of... I guess friend of this show as well because he's a friend of me. Uh, Megaran, he's going to be performing in uh, at this really cool fa- Final fan- Fantasy like festival. That's hard to say. Final Fantasy festival in Orlando at the beginning of November, and also my brother, my brother, and me are going to be there. Also, Jim, my co-host on Opposite Attractions, is going to be down there that same weekend. And I spent myself like just a good solid hour today trying to figure out how to make it happen i mean it can't feasibly with our monetary funds right now but it was really it was a nice moment of self-help of just getting to pretend of how much would i spend what flight would i take i would probably take this flight out on this day and then i would come back on this day i would stay with dylan i would book a hotel this day i would go to epcot's food and wine festival this day and i love visualization i do it a lot at work when i'm at work and it's a really slow day i'll just sit there and be like Okay, when I I used to get really bored at work and actually write stuff like um, what was it? I would write out the budgetary plans for the BS network. I would write out like this is how much each uh, show would cost to produce. This is how much I would pay someone if they were a performer, if they were an editor. This is how much money we would have to be making in order to feasibly pay these people. So yeah, that's I really like visualization. Because I really like planning things out and I like seeing them in my mind and seeing the reality that I want to craft for myself. So if you've never tried visualization before, just try it. Slip into a world that you want to be in and maybe you'll be in there sooner than you think. But uh, that's all I've got to say for this week. Sorry I got a little bit rambly towards the end there. I'm very tired. I don't know why I'm tired. I guess it's because I overslept. But uh, I'm going to go enjoy some tea and then go to bed, and I will see you tomorrow. Hey, everybody, it's me again, and I just had the worst type of day. Um, And I know you guys are all sitting back and licking your lips like, oh, he's going to have a juicy story to tell of some negative thing. I don't. And that's why it's the worst kind of day. Um, I know it's hard to say this, but like it was a perfectly neutral day, and I shut off my brain for the majority of it. And I feel like that's that is the worst kind of day. Is the kind of day where you can just blink and be like, "Oh, nothing really happened," you know? Like I'm. That's why I'm grateful this show exists, so I can at least come on this show and try my best to recount some element of my day that would set it apart. So I am really grateful for that because it was truly a, I woke up, 
I took care of the baby. I had a cappuccino <laughs> in the espresso maker because I. That's one thing I will say. That espresso maker is firmly like one of my favorite things. It was in some book I read about like uh, the most important habits you can make or something like that. That was the premise of the book, and then it would give you a bunch of pre or, uh, habits. And one of the things he talked about were anchor habits, which were habits you already do, and with those you kind of build your habit, your habit and your routine around those things. The espresso maker has firmly become an anchor habit because it's, all right, start making the espresso, make the espresso, and now go on and make your protein smoothie. And while you're making the smoothie, take your uh, morning supplements. And it, stuff like that helps you steamroll, not steamroll, that's not the right word, snowball into having a really well-put-together morning routine. And uh, unfortunately, I didn't follow it through all the way today, which we'll talk about later and the effects of it. But yeah, that happened. I took care of a baby. I watched a lot of Bon Appetit videos. Then I went to work and it was very busy. It was a slow, busy day, if that makes sense. Like on a good, slow day, I can sit back and focus on writing a book or focus on me but this one was where I was just like just busy enough to where I couldn't start anything and I couldn't stop anything it was just constantly on edge waiting for customers man that's a weird feeling also uh, is not being present for a podcast because <laughs> I know I did a show tonight I know I recorded opposite distractions and I know it was a really good show I cannot tell you right now what most of the show was about <laughs> Just because I wasn't present and I wasn't paying attention. And that stuff sucks, man. But for now, let us get into the four pillars of today. The four pillars of me. I don't know. Um, so first off, what was awesome today? What am I grateful for today? And I gotta say today, I'm grateful for Pokemon Go. I don't know. I don't know what it was that happened, but like two weeks ago... I decided to re-download Pokemon Go, and I mean, I, I played it a little bit. When I was in Florida, I played it quite a bit, and I always, I like would make time in my day to go to this really awesome lake. I think it was, it wasn't like Osceola, it was somewhere around there though, somewhere around Kissimmee, and there was an amazing lake, there were tons of Pokemon to catch, and it was that I would make friends every single day that I would go, and I would have these great times. One time I met a guy that said once I reached level 30, he would buy me a cheese pizza. It was fantastic. I really love the sense of community that Pokemon Go brings. Um, and what I like even more is the exploration aspect like the other day I was on break at lunch and my parents were out of town and Emily was busy so I just went down to the lake and played Pokemon Go and was astounded finding all of these Pokestops that I didn't know existed and my favorite moment was when I parked outside of I, I think it was a gym and I was taking a gym because I'm Team Valor baby and I gotta represent uh, I parked outside of a gym and a car pulls up next to me and I instantly have the anxiety moment of, oh no, they're going to ask me to leave. They're going to think I'm weird. And I look over and I see one, <laughs> they're both on their phones, like twirling the Pokeball to catch, to catch whatever they were catching. And I was like, this is amazing. 
even if I'm not talking to you, knowing we're doing the same thing, still built like a really nice sense of community. So that was what was uh, awesome today. But now it's time for what I did that was awesome today. And God, I hate days like this. I hate days where I kind of float through and don't pay attention because it makes this a lot harder to do. Because for what I did bad, I could just be like, I wasn't paying attention. (laughs) Okay, what I did that was awesome, and this may seem dumb, but as someone who almost exclusively has worked with kids his entire life, like I've never had a job. I guess you could say working at the arcade wasn't working with kids. It was working as like an engineer, technically. Uh, But I still worked with kids. I've never not worked somewhere where I was around children. It bugs me when I see parents doing parenting bad. It really, it gets my gander every single time. And I know it's wrong of me to step in and say, this is not how you parent. Because everyone parents differently. So I didn't want to jump in and be like, you're parenting wrong. But I always try to make sure the kid... Like, if the parent does something that makes a kid cry, I'm incidentally going to step in and try to make the kid's day better. So, uh, today we had someone at work come in, and they were helping out their kid, and they were... You know the parents who just don't pay attention? That's what this family was. They were not paying attention to the needs of the child and what the child wanted, and apparently, after a while, it was revealed to me that the clothes they had picked out... The kid didn't even want... The kid didn't pick any of it out. Um, which comes into play when they get to the register. And the little girl is just like... The mom's freaking out because she's like, I thought these were on sale. I'm like, no, only these select items were. What? No! I'm not going to pay this much for you. You're ungrateful. And I'm like, what? Don't... You're in public. Don't just publicly shame your child for being ungrateful because also she's a kid and most kids are going to be ungrateful. <laughs> That's just a fact of life. They they don't they've not processed that. They don't understand gratefulness yet. And so the kid starts getting upset because of that. And then she goes, I'm not paying this much because you cut holes in all your clothes. You cut up your clothes. And I'm like, that's punk rock as hell. Yeah, dude, that's awesome. And I say that inside my head because I want to keep my job. So I keep checking them out and I keep scanning things. And then I notice that the little girl is crying because she's embarrassed because her mom's calling her out for cutting up clothes. They're her clothes, dude. Um, And so all I did after that was basically argue the case that, well, she wants to express herself creatively. And I told the girl, like, hey, make sure to ask before you do something like that. And I just spent a lot of time with this little girl trying my best to be like hey I know your parents kind of (laughs) suck but you'll be fine so that's what I did awesome today was help mend familial bonds (laughs) what I did that wasn't awesome Um, well like I said earlier I did my morning routine I made my cappuccino I made my smoothie I studied some French on Duolingo I did all my morning stuff and then I just, and also it was because I was Ripley that with Ripley that I didn't do this, but I didn't do any meditation. I didn't do any breathing exercises. I didn't do any like centering stuff. And I feel like that's really what, what shot me in the foot because like later in the day, like I said, I wasn't 
paying attention. I wasn't being mindful. And I feel like not having that grounding moment of meditation really took me off my game. And I think that's really what happened there. Um, so, yeah, I didn't do my meditation. Also, I didn't take my meds. Like, I'm not on any actual medication because, as I've said in the past, I'm poor. And I, that means I am on the worst health insurance plan possible, which means I have access to nothing. So instead, I I don't want to say self-medicate because that makes it sound like I wake up and drink a fifth of Jack and get on with my day. No, ins- I do stuff like I take Butterbur and St. John's Wort and a lot of like anxiety reducing stuff and I forgot to take that today. So that's probably another reason why I had an off day. So let's see, I did, what was that? Oh, how did I help myself today? How did I help myself today? Wow, that's a dark one. That's a dark one to have no answer for because it's like you ju- you could have done something. I feel like how I helped myself today was for the first time I real like it was a moment of realizing that my day is going bad instead of just letting it go bad because then you can start doing things about it you know what I mean or at least accepting that the day is going bad because at that point you can at least end the day with a smile and be like that was a bad day at least it's over now so I feel like that acceptance and that I mean, I know I said I haven't been mindful, but at least I had the that one bit of presence of mind to be able to sit back and say, "Hey, yeah, this day's kind of going sucky," and then and then backing it up and being like, "Why is this day going sucky?" Oh, meditation! I forgot to do that. Oh, medication! I forgot to do that. Like the self. I've always been really good at self-reflection. So th- I'll probably bring this up a few times. But I, as, as my thing that I've done that helped myself, because self-reflection has always been the thing I've been super good at. Because even in college, I remember we did like this exercise in an experimental theater class, which means if you walked into any section, you, a section of that class, you'd instantly be like, I have no idea what's going on and I'm kind of afraid. And one day, all we were doing was going up and becoming a statue. So you would walk up, form a pose to add to the scene, and you would just slowly build this scene. And every single time I did it, I would end up doing something the opposite of the scene. You know what I mean? So if, like, everybody was in the center forming, like, this pillar, I would be off to the side, like, in the fetal position, crying or something. And I would keep doing things like that. And one day the teacher looks at... I looked at the teacher and I said, that was weird. And she goes, why? I go, because I realized why I do that. She goes, what do you mean? I go, I realized why I've done that so many times. Why? Because I've realized throughout my entire life that there is no way that I would ever be a leader. And there's no way I could ever get attention by being the front of the pack. But I can get attention by being the one who rebels against that leader. And I can get attention by being that the opposite of whatever's being portrayed. And she looked at me and went... Wow, that's really profound. Um, I don't know what to do with that, but thank you for telling me. And I'm like, yeah, it was a really cool moment of like diving into my psyche and being like, oh, that's why I do what I do. That's why I'm always this little ball of chaos is because of an insecurity that I felt like I could never 
be a leader. And instead, I decided to be the one who goes against the leader. So that was a really cool moment. I got way off topic, mostly because I was like, I have nothing to talk about about today. I watched a lot of Bon Appetit videos. I watched uh, Ron Funches. If you guys have never seen Ron Funches do Giggle Fit, his stand-up special, you need to see that. I watched that today, and then I played a lot of Pokemon Go. That was the whole day. So, (laughs) I mean, hopefully tomorrow... Actually, I know for a fact tomorrow more stuff will happen, and my voice will probably be even more dead than it is right now. So I'll see you guys then. What's up, guys? It's me again with a surprisingly... I know uh, yesterday I ended with the tease of my voice will be all kinds of broken today. Well, it's not, because I had an eventful day... But not in the way I thought. We were supposed to go to a Dropkick Murphys concert because my wife loves Dropkick and Clutch was going to be there. She loves them too. And we ended up not going because for... Oh, also, if you hear any baby noises, that's because special guest today is Ripley, who's driving in the back of the car with me. And she is not having a good time, it sounds like, because she hates her car seat more than... Oh, there she goes. I don't know if you can hear her. But we were supposed to go there, and this is kind of like a self-help thing for someone who's not me, because she woke up and we've been having problems, like, monetarily. We've been having problems with, like, scheduling stuff. And, uh, uh, you know, just a lot was wearing down on both of us as a couple. And it finally came to a head today because Emily was just out of it. And I'm not going to try to tell her story. I just want to know, let you guys know, she did have, like, anxiety issues and she had a really bad anxiety attack. And afterwards she came home and was like, we can't go anywhere. We really can't. Um, Just because, I know... But she came home and looked, and she was basically like, yeah, there's just no way we can go. I'm too emotionally exhausted, and I feel like going and being in a giant crowd of screaming idiots is going to be a little too much. And that was what I was thinking ever since she told me was going. we were going, and I was like, okay, good, thank you. Uh, so that happened. Other than that, it was a pretty normal day. I had tonight off work because we were supposed to go to the concert, and that was a fun slash not fun time for me because as we've kind of delved into and broken apart during these last few days I'm very much a person where if I'm not working or actively doing something it messes with my head and uh, when she came home and told me hey we're not going to go to the concert I thought well that's fine we could go to Birmingham anyways maybe go out to eat we could go get uh, go to Lush hang out get some like nice stuff and she um, she was just like, no, we can't, we can't. And the panic, I could see the panic setting in her eyes again. And that's when I was like, okay, I guess we're just going to stay at home then. Oh, no. And then the, the moment of realization of, because I didn't want to go to the concert. I'll openly admit that. But the moment I realized, oh, wait, we're not doing anything today. That really messed me up in a major way that night. But yeah, I uh, this is probably going to be a short one because I really need to rush home because the baby... There is a crying baby in the back seat right now. So I guess we can move on to the four pillars of awesomeness. Uh, number one, what do I appreciate today? Uh, today, I... <laughs> 
Oh my gosh, I hope that picked up on the microphone because I know she was just crying, but as I said, what do I appreciate? Ripley in the back seat went, May! I'm like, yes, I've already talked about you this week, baby. I love you. You're fantastic. Um, so I guess today I do need to give a little bit of love for her mom who's been there with me for a very long time. Uh, I'm sure one day on this show I'll tell like our full story, but she was my first girlfriend I ever had. And then we broke up because we were both idiots in high school and didn't know how to manage a real relationship. And then like seven, eight years later, we got back together and it's worked out pretty well. We made a whole human. So that's good. And she has just been so insanely supportive in like letting me go to Vegas for a weekend to go do uh, fight boy stuff or spending five days in Atlanta getting drunk with Blake during Dragon Con weekend. She is the most amazing wife I could ever ask for because if I'm ever like, hey, I need to go to Arizona for a weekend for no apparent reason, she'll be like, okay, that's fine. Can we afford it? Yeah, I've got the money. Uh, then do it, baby. That's fine. <laughs> So, yeah, she is an absolute treasure of a human being who I appreciate more and more every single day. Um, on to next. What did I do to that today? That was awesome. And I'll let you know what was awesome. It was the dumbest possible thing for me to be proud of. And this is going to be the nerdiest I probably get on this podcast. But I made an Excel spreadsheet for our budget, basically budgeting out like all of our bills when they come out during the month. What's the expected income? What's the ex uh, the expected outcome? Measuring it all out, setting it to where if we go, if we dip below, it turns uh, that cell in Excel automatically red. So we know anytime we dip below a certain range. Also, I may have put Scrooge McDuck on it. I don't know why. I just went, you know what would really spruce up this budgetary Excel spreadsheet just a little scrooge mcduck in the side there so yeah that's what i did that was awesome today was make a whole ass excel spreadsheet uh what did i do that wasn't awesome today this is always the one where we get super introspective and get real i woke up late but i kind of like that once again this is the same problem i had tuesday i woke up late that was just the problem um but I, what, waking up late, but I still managed to get all of my morning routine done, which is really, really nice. And all of that was good. I think how I wasn't awesome today was the anxiety that came from not being able to work. And it, I don't want to be that person who's just like mad at their anxiety because I firmly feel that just makes your anxiety worse. Just to be like, oh, my brain, it makes me anxious for no apparent reason. I'm like, you're just. You're just making yourself more anxious, dude. But I do want to be aware of the fact of, you know, it's nice to have a night in. It's okay to have your plans change. It's okay to just spend a night in unannounced. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of where I'm... That's where I'm at today. I need to I need to get to a point where I'm more grateful for the free time I do have and to take more advantage of it and not see it as a curse that I have nothing to do, but instead see it as a blessing. And now on to how did I help myself today? And now, oh, this baby, I'm about to be helping myself by pulling up to the house and getting this baby out of the car so she can go inside and rest. Um, but also, I feel like I talked about it earlier. I helped myself by 
I don't like I said. I realized the problem in my mind was <laughs> the problem in the back of my car was the baby, and the problem right now or earlier today was the fact that I didn't feel I was getting anything accomplished. I wasn't doing anything. Nothing active was happening, and so then at that moment, I gave myself a goal. I said, "I." Hey guys, sorry about that. Uh, for some reason, it decided just to stop recording for a second. Joining me currently on the show is Ripley Moore, the child who is screaming in the back of the car. Ripley, would you like to tell everybody why you've been just a, such a f- fussy baby back here? <laughs> yeah, that's that's all you've got to say right now. You're just going to giggle at your daddy. Um, well, yeah, like I was saying, I uh, I helped myself today by realizing the problem, why my anxiety was happening, and then fixing it by essentially saying, I need a goal. I need something to accomplish. And my goal at that time was, hey, I want to find a good vegan pizza. And I found a vegan pizza. I won't say it's my favorite vegan pizza. We may be on a journey, a journey in the future to find our favorite vegan pizza that exists, but at least it helped relieve my anxiety. It helped relieve my wife's anxiety, and it really helped the night out. It was a fantastic night that we got to stay in, but uh, for now, I'm going to get this crazy baby inside, and I will see you guys tomorrow. Hey everybody, it's me again. It's your boy, the Digital Unicorn. <laughs> Sorry, it's been a very good day, and someone on the Dragon Corn, Dragon Corn, Dragon Corn, my favorite movie time treat. Um, no, the Dragon Con Discord dubbed me the Digital Unicorn. <laughs> At which point, um, I immediately went and made merch that looks like the Dragon Con logo, except it says Digital Unicorn, and there's a unicorn on it. So I've been really in graphic design mode today, which is one of my favorite modes to be in. I don't think it's... The rest of my family does not enjoy when I get into this mode, because it's just me staring at a screen for five hours, like, no, 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 that's not the right unicorn, I need to adjust it this way, I need to change its horn, I need to do this. So, yeah, I spent a lot of today graphic designing, because A, I wanted a digital unicorn shirt, and also, a friend of the show, Charles McFall, kind of... I was about to say propositioned, and I know that's the wrong word. He uh, offered me a pseudo gig to help him redesign some stuff for his show, The Pokemon Go Podcast. So I'm super hyphy for that, because I always love getting paid for something that doesn't involve my boring daytime job. Speaking of, patreon.com slash load of BS. Other than that, it was a pretty average day. Woke up. Me and Emily still were having, like, some anxiety. It was almost like aftershock anxiety from yesterday's issues. So that happened. Uh, I got home, worked a little bit, mostly designed a shirt with a unicorn on it, went to work, had a pretty normal work day, not much. Although I will say this. One of my coworkers said... She was having an anxiety attack right before she came. I was on the verge of one before I came there. I went to someone else and said, Hey, I know you have anxiety. Is yours acting up? They said, Yes. It's a curse, y'all. It ain't just me. Government, big government, putting something in the water to make us all sad and depressed this week. 
But for now, why don't we get into the four pillars of excellence? Number one, what am I grateful for today? Today, I'm grateful for, I don't know if this was on purpose or an accident, but I'm very grateful for this. Uh, at Podcast Movement, a podcast thing I attended back in August by my buddy Jared, uh, there was a booth from Adobe, and they were basically offering, hey, if you come up and sign up with us, we will give you a free three-month trial of Adobe Creative Cloud, which means that you have access to Adobe After Effects, you have access to um, Premiere, all of the different stuff, and Photoshop, which is my jam. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I got an email saying I didn't just get three months, I got a free one-year membership of Adobe? Um, so, yo, Adobe, thanks, y'all. <laughs> thanks for that. That meant a lot. And it's really helped me get my Photoshop game back up and back strong. And they will probably have a repeat customer. Next year, I'll probably just sign up to have it, to just keep Creative Cloud, because I really love it a lot. What did I do today that was awesome? I mean, did I mean I already talked about it? Dang it! But yeah, I really enjoyed designing the uh, the digital unicorn shirt. I, I don't know why it was one of those things that I heard it and my mind immediately clicked and was like, I have five billion different ideas of what to do with this. And so, just being able to create a really awesome design was probably my favorite thing I got to do today. So that's what I did today. That was very very awesome. What did I do today that wasn't awesome? Well, I wasn't... I didn't stay hydrated. I can tell you that right now. And I feel like I've been really bad at staying hydrated lately. Like, usually I have a bottle of water I'll carry around with me everywhere and just refill it when needed. And that's gone in the wash, so I haven't had the opportunity to, like, clean that. So I haven't been staying hydrated. So that's one thing I did that wasn't awesome. Um, but I did get back into meditation. I did get back into a few other things. I will say, um, I guess that's something I did that was awesome, which is I didn't let my headspace affect me in the fact that right before I went to work, you know when you get the physical feeling of being about to cry without the emotional resonance behind it? That's where I was. I was like, I don't know why I'm about to cry, but I feel like I'm about to cry. Um, that's where I was at, and I pushed through it and went to work anyway. So sometimes that's good, sometimes that ba that's bad. Sometimes you do need a break, but sometimes you can push through your mental state, and it'll end up you'll end up in a better place, like where I am tonight. And then finally, what did I do today to help myself? And today's thing that I did to help myself isn't something I did as much as something I didn't do. And it's, uh, well, let me tell you the story. I was sitting there at the end of the workday with a coworker, and she was discussing the fact that she liked smoking cigarillos. And so we started talking about black and milds and different flavors, and then we start moving into cigarettes. And I, I recently quit smoking. I quit smoking last year, but every once in a while, usually when I'm drunk, I will pick up like a pack of smokes, usually because I'm like, my vape dead, 
Daddy need nicotine. And from that, I'll end up pack, like buying a pack of cigarettes. And then for the following two weeks, I'm a smoker. And I just got the worst craving. The worst cigarette craving in the world. And I guess it's also because I recently cut down to zero nicotine in my vape. But I was just like, get the smoke. Give good smoke. Because... I mean, and I'll, I'll say this to anybody out there who wants to start smoking or anything like that. Um, I'll give you, I, I won't say never do it. I mean, you shouldn't do it, but I'm going to say like, I, you're probably, if you want to do it, you're going to end up doing it more than likely. I cannot physically stop you, but I will give you two pieces of advice. First piece of advice is something, um, I, I learned this in high school when I, I didn't start smoking, but I would smoke with people. Like, I would, I was a social smoker. I learned this piece of advice, and it was a very good one, and it was one that kind of resonated later, and it's this. Do not buy your own pack of cigarettes. Never, not once, not never buy your own pack of cigarettes. Because once you buy a pack of cigarettes, you're hooked. And that... That still comes into play nowadays Because I will, like I said I'll be drunk and I'll want to smoke And if I ask somebody else For a cigarette Or ask somebody, hey can I bum a menthol I'm fine When I get back home But if I buy the pack I'm screwed. I'll buy that pack and then another pack and then another pack. And then the other piece of advice I'll give you is if you can, hey, don't don't smoke because it's going to it'll haunt you for a while. And I know I just gave up smoking recently and then also gave up nicotine, to, which kind of uh, increases things exponentially. But yeah, dude, it's something that even when I was like full on straight edge, Two years into like I've been drug free is the way to be. No drugs, no alcohol, no cigarettes, nothing. Uh, I would still walk into gas stations and see stuff where it's like a lovely Marlboro aged in a bourbon barrel. It's going to be a fantastic hit of alcohol on your palate, and I'd be like, "Oh yeah, no, I want that. I, I want that. I know I haven't smoked in fifty years, but I really want that." Yeah, the way I helped myself was by saying, like, yeah, yeah, I know. Cigarettes would be really nice right now. But I would much rather be able to breathe and be able to exist longer on this planet. So I'm going to keep vaping my lovely strawberry milk. And if I need any nicotine, I'll just pop some, like, pop a little nicotine gum or get some nicotine uh, vape juice, whatever. And uh, it helped me kind of beat that habit. And even though I really wanted smokes, and I still want smokes, I'm going to admit it. I don't care. But for now, instead of smoking, I'm going to go inside, make a cup of tea, and just pass out because I've been doing graphic design for, mm, let's see, I think about five hours now. Hey, everybody, it's me again. And after... Six days, now seven. We've done it. We recorded a whole episode of this show. We made a whole podcast. Thoughts from the first week. I will say 
It has made the week a lot longer, which I like in the fact of like each day. I mean, I, I'm putting a bottle cap on it at the end of each day. I do this and that lets me know the day is over and it's time to relax. And it's also been extending my days that I like. And I like that a lot. Also, um, as I look down at my phone, I realized that today I've made my first mistake of recording this show and it's the fact that I forgot to charge my phone beforehand and I record off of my phone and so this may be a short episode not because I wanted to be but because my phone is forcing me to be so today went pretty average it was just a normal day I spent most of it at work came home watched some great British bake-off which was oh that is my show my just sit back, relax, and watch Noel Fielding have a good time show. I also ate ramen for the first time in a long time because, I don't know, I'm on the vegan diet, I've, I've been trying to eat mostly rice, but I just miss noodles, dude. And I, I wanted noodles that wouldn't take a long time to prepare, and they don't make, like, just noodles in a cup, other than noodle in a cup ramen. Uh, that you can just kind of enjoy. So I, we bought a bunch of ramen, and I made like this really cool Italian ramen. I took some of the. This is gonna sound sad, but it's not. I took some of the crust from the pizza we had the other night and like put it in there. <laughs> just it. Oh, there's no coming back from it. It just sounds sad. I put old pizza crust in ramen, and that was my dinner. But, uh, for now, because my phone is at 3% and slowly dying, let's get into the four pillars of epicness. And today, I'm gonna say that I am grateful for my best friend, Blake Tanner, Blakey T, because he does a lot more than people realize, like, because... We recorded an episode of Developmentally Unstable, our re- one of our wrestling shows tonight, and he had just got done performing in a play to a point where he was completely and totally wore out, came home, and then recorded wrestling talk with me for like two hours. And so that boy, that boy earns his keep, the keep that I never provide to him because we don't make enough money on patreon.com slash a load of BS. But yeah, Blakey T., all of all of the love in the world to him because basically I'm the man who has crazy ideas and he's the one who tries to help make it happen. It's been that way ever since we first met at the beginning of college and I've been eternally grateful for him ever since. So all the love to Blake Tanner in the final gratitude segment of this week's episode. Now what did I do today? That was absolutely awesome. And to that, I gotta say, I mean, the lame one is like, I helped out a lot at work, like I did a lot of cool stuff at work, I made some really nice ramen, and also, we did a really cool thing for Developmentally Unstable we had never done before, like we did this awesome tournament, and it's hard to take I've always believed that like let's players and people who do video game stuff online the best way to make your content entertaining is to build a story out of it beyond what the game tells you so that's why I love like Nuzlocke runs for Pokemon is the fact that it builds story you build a character around each of your Pokemon and your audience gets to enjoy the story and 
every time you record developmentally unstable, it's so good because it's the beginning of a new story that just slowly evolves as it goes on until we're like, we've got a giant crazy wolf man who was John Cena, but he under a full moon he turned into the Beast Man. So yeah, that's what I did was awesome tonight was build some more stories and uh, also made some really good ramen. Uh, what did I do today that wasn't awesome? And what I did today that wasn't awesome was give in to one of my anxiety's worst symptoms. And in case you're wondering the most evil thing my anxiety does to me, it's this. When my anxiety acts up, this, this is how I start talking. Like, I start getting a stutter and I also get very unable to speak. And, hey, this is a message to my own anxiety right now on the air. Homeboy, I talk for a living. I love hearing the sound of my own voice. Quit taking my voice away like you're Ursula. Give it back. I'll sell you my legs. I don't care. And so my anxiety was acting up. I went in the bedroom. Uh, me and Ripley... She, Ripley took a nap. I sat there and had an anxiety attack. And Emily came in there. And was trying to say, like, hey, what's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? Are you okay? And instead of saying something or trying to say something, I was completely and totally silent. And that's another symptom of my anxiety is getting going completely mute and finding it almost impossible to speak. But I know it's just a mental block. And I know it's also the anxiety of being afraid of, like, if I start talking, I'm going to sound like this. And so instead of trying to fight back and let her know that everything's all right to reduce her anxiety and help her out, I kind of just sat there and didn't open my mouth and let my anxieties brew. And that's probably not a good idea. I mean, that is kind of the Irish way. Just let all your anxieties brew in your stomach until it becomes a tumor and then they'll cut it out when you're 56. And then finally, how did I help myself today and I helped myself today by I always hate when I don't have an answer for this like right off the bat I'm gonna say today I helped myself by forgiving myself which is what I'm doing right now because it's really I mean it, it because it's so easy after doing that whole segment of like, this is what I did that's bad today, uh, to kind of get that internal shame of, oh no, I did something bad today. But instead, I'm just going to forgive, let it go, and just say, hey, don't do that in the future. Which is what I would do with a normal person. Um, and that's the same advice I give anybody who is working with anxiety is treat yourself like you would treat another person. Because I am much nicer to other people than I am to myself. So today I'm going to treat myself as another person and say, hey, yeah, you messed up. Yeah, your anxiety's got the better of you. Yeah, you've messed up quite a few times this week. But that's just so you can acknowledge it grow and get better and i actually invite all of you guys out there to do the exact same if you've messed up today i feel, I feel like i'm a, preaching now if you've messed up today congregation if you've done anything wrong if you feel guilty if you've got that guilty way guilt weighing on your heart 
I just say, make like Elsa. Let it go, let it go. My voice is totally shot. And forgive yourself. You're worth it. Forgive yourself so you can move on to make even better and bigger mistakes than before. That's my suggestion for this week. So I'm pulling into the house right now. My phone is at 1%. I feel like my voice is going away. But I will see you guys tomorrow for me, but next week for you. See you then. Man, that was... It's weird to say that was an adventure when really the adventure has just started. Like, I know I at least want to do this for an entire year. Every single day for 365 days, recording my thoughts, recording what's going on. I think it's going to be really interesting seeing how I evolve, seeing how you guys evolve at home on your own mental health journeys and all that. And I'm really, I'm really excited for you guys at home. But for now, I do want to remind you that if you guys would like to support, you can, as I said multiple times, at patreon.com slash load of BS, or by picking up some merch. There's no me again merch, but there is other merchandise available at merch.aloadofpurebs.com, including that digital unicorn shirt I talked about on Friday. So make sure to check all of that out. Like I said earlier, find me on Twitter at scottymo, S-C-O-T-T-Y-E, M-O, and I think at the end of the show every week, it would only be appropriate to ask you guys a question. So, because, I mean, I don't want this to be all about me. I want you guys to become you again, just like I'm on the quest to become me again. So, I would like to ask you guys this, this week, in addition to the four questions of awesomeness as always that we should be asking i want to know what your routine's like what's the beginning of your day what's the end of your day like do you have a routine have you thought about setting one up let me know at scotty mo on twitter s-c-o-t-t-y-e-m-o and as always ladies and gentlemen don't forget to be you don't forget to be awesome and i won't forget to be me again